Welcome to the Male Factor Infertility Podcast. Everything you need to know about Male Factor, but no one's telling you. Join a rogue doctor who's stepping outside of the mainstream medical model to share the best methods that address the most common Male Factor challenges. Most importantly, we'll cultivate the mindset and give you the tools you need to break through. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Dr. Adam Tice. Okay, welcome everybody to the Natural Fertility Podcast. I'm Dr. Adam Tice and uh, super excited for today's episode. We're going to be exploring proven natural methods that are beneficial in many and most of the common fertility challenges that we see in the world today. And most importantly, we're going to be talking about the methods and the tools and the mindset that you need in order to successfully conceive naturally. And today's episode is super exciting, super important. We're going to be talking about natural fertility and the determinants of health. And this is super important. This is stuff you need to know and nobody's telling you. And we're going to go over what you need to know and nobody's telling you. And we're going to unpack that a little bit. And then again, most importantly, we're going to talk about some solutions. And this is relevant and important if you're tuning in today and you're interested in things natural fertility. And regardless of where you are on the journey, if this is a pre-planning stage, trying to conceive and just gathering information or trying to conceive and having a little bit of difficulty or is there a medical issue going on or are you at the point where you're doing procedures? Are we in the territory of IVF and got this fertility specialist on board and and all of that? So there's a big spectrum on the journey of natural fertility and you are just in the right place, right where you are and this is the right time. Today's episode, let's get into it. Determinants of health. Health has specific determinants, and I mean, this is kind of what it says. The determinants of health are the things that are going to determine the state of your health. And so I want to unpack that. I want to go over what the determinants of health include. What kind of things am I talking about? We're going to unpack all that in today's episode, and we're going to talk about why this is relevant to fertility. Why does this matter? Why do we need to know about this? How is this affecting fertility? and the biology, what does that mean? And then practically, let's look at at how we can really apply that and pull something concrete out of this information, some method, some medicine, and bring this into our life so that we can improve the quality of our life and improve the outcomes of wherever you are. We want to make the life better. We want to bring the good energy and we got to bring the good information first. So, let's get into today's episode. Naturopathic health has specific determinants. And as a naturopathic physician, I study this. I see and I can perceive, and this can be done in our own lives and with other people, but clinically, we can study this and we can see this. And this is so important because this generally, the determinants of health generally refers to actions or things that people can do themselves. This is not about what's the magic bullet, what's the magic supplement, what's the magic whatever. There is no magic. The magic is 
if you apply a proven system that has proven itself over time to create health. And this is what we're talking about. And this, again, is super important because this information can be applied to the individual, to us as individuals, to the person, to the patient, to the client, to the friend, to the family, whoever it is, individual level. But it can also be applied to the group and the community level. And this is super important because we can plant the seeds and bring about the change and the transformation that we need in society, by improving the health of society, by bringing in this determinants of health. And again, with this natural fertility, this world of this, this is something I'm super passionate about because this is the next generation that we're creating. We're creating and we're calling forth our children. And this is so we can create a better world tomorrow. And we want to do this. We got to work on all levels, on the personal level, on the individual level, at the group that higher level group and community and eventually brings the larger, greater changes in society to really be a healthier, happier, more wholesome population. That's really, we're all looking for the same thing, everybody. And there are so many roads to get there. But I think this big conversation is about determinants of health. And this is the good health. If there's good health in the system, there will be happiness. There will be a balance and a stability in the body. And there will be a kind of a fertility a creativity, a flexibility, an adaptability that the system generates and that's that the system expresses. And that's what we're talking about creating. So determinants of health, let's go through. I'm going to list, just list some things out. And I want you just as I go through these, we can scan through these all and see how this might apply in our own life. So I'm talking about things and some of this is in our control or perceived control and some of it is out of our perceived control or out of our control depends on how you look at it and how you break this down but we're talking about things like genetics we're talking about things like intrauterine influences in utero influences we're talking about nutrition the state the quality of nutrition we're talking about uh, patterns of exercise and sleep and rest we're talking about the medical history significant past illnesses or medical interventions that are going to affect the health we're talking about mm, trauma. We're talking about physical trauma. We're talking about emotional trauma, abuse, these kinds of things. These get stored in the body and ends up becoming a determinant of health. We're talking about things like stressors and stress itself. And we're talking about exposure to things, including illnesses and different virus and bacteria. We're talking about, because all this has to be incorporated and assimilated into the ecology of the human, into your genome, into your bacterial flora, fauna, microbiome, and your virome, all of these things. We're talking about behavioral influences at different levels and social, cultural, environmental, and spiritual influences. Influences. All of these things, you throw all these things together and you get this collection. All these things will interact with each other and support each other or promote each other or disturb each other. And then the net effect is the health. And then again, we can apply this to the individual level, which is really what we're doing today as it applies to the state of fertility in the system. So how is this relevant to fertility? Why does this even matter? Well, because I think everybody knows or maybe everybody 
everybody doesn't know, but we should know that much globally, worldwide, there's been a decrease in fertility worldwide. Part of that is by choice because many couples are choosing not to have kids and maybe focus on the professional the side of life and the career side of life or just many, many, many reasons. And all of those reasons are valid. And I respect all those a thousand percent and everybody chooses different things. So there's the voluntary part of it, but there's also those of us, uh, many, many people in the category, there was sort of a voluntary part where maybe waiting to have kids and then the clock's ticking. And then you find that when you go to try to conceive, it's a little bit more difficult or maybe you're having some challenges. And this is why this is relevant because now the research is quite clear that the environment that we live in, and I mean the physical environment that includes chemical in the air, the food, the water, all of these things, the metals, the elements, all the things, all the synthetics, the environmental medicine part of the equation, all of the synthetic stuff, all of the products that contain these different synthetics, it is known and it is documented that these are damaging fertility in many ways and that these different toxins in the environment are affecting men and women, they're affecting men and they affect things like sperm count and sperm quality and morphology and we know this and in the women it can disrupt the hormones in the immune system and this is where we'll see variations in ovulation not ovulating faulty implantation and miscarriage now you can make the argument well is this causing this well we don't know and we don't know a hundred percent but it is definitely contributing to this issue and we know that the fertility is declining and this has really been a trend that we've seen over the last 50, 60 years. And now the numbers are estimated to be one in six, one in seven. Some of those estimates vary, but you get the point. It's one in six or seven couples in North America. These numbers are, and I think it's it's about the same globally. They're having some difficulty conceiving. So this is relevant. The determinants of health is what we're talking about. And this is the environmental medicine part of the equation that I think is not enough attention is paid to this. And this is something that I don't think people are told. And I think people need to know because this is a big, 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 big player in the fertility conversation and you need to know. Well, one way this has to do with the progressive loss of fertility, the body bioaccumulates this load of environmental toxins, the men and the women do, and the environmental toxins cause infertility issues in basically four ways. Number one is endocrine disruption. They disturb the endocrine system. They disturb the hormonal system and the communication systems in the body. Number two, it can cause direct damage to the female reproductive system damage to the ovaries, to the uterus, causing inflammation, causing pathology. In the males, number three, we can damage the male reproductive system, and we just mentioned this, affecting sperm count, sperm quality, morphology. And then number four is if these are at such levels, it can actually impair fetal viability and this can result in things like miscarriages and this can be a player in recurrent miscarriages. Now, what does all that mean? Well, it means it applies to, again, wherever you are in this journey. If you're in the planning stages or trying to conceive or if you're in the procedural level with IVF, the damage decreases natural fertility but also makes IVF much less likely to succeed. 
when the body is loaded with these environmental toxins and we don't know, we're not aware of, we're not addressing this issue of the determinants of health and acknowledging this and creating the proper environment, the proper supportive environment, the good determinants of health and we need to be encouraging. Otherwise, we're going to come across these issues. So another thing that happens with this endocrine disruption and one of the big, big things that's really sensitive in the body that becomes affected is it affects the blood sugar controlling mechanisms in the body. And this is a big deal with metabolic syndrome, diabetes, creating and contributing to obesity, which is a big, big contributor, and fueling things, processes like PCOS, this endocrine disruption. That is how it is affecting this. And the worst fertility disruptors are the worst environmental compounds that we want to know about. And I'm going to name some of these out just so we can hear this and know this and be aware of this are the organochlorine compounds, chlorinated pesticides, things called polychlorinated, biphenyls, dioxins, BPA, organophosphates, this is pesticides, herbicides, different categories. And there are many others, chemicals, metals, and other synthetics that are in the air, that are in the water, that are in the food. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And we need to know about this because these are again they're affecting the hormonal systems and they're going to decrease natural fertility and they're also going to be affecting the success of procedures so we really need to get these things tidied up and again i think that this is the real specialty and this is what you need to know that nobody's telling you and now is this new no am i the only one talking about this no but i think this needs to be widespread i think there are still many 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 people that don't understand this or maybe you are at the point where you've heard it and you read it and you kind of know that it does but maybe we need to get to that implementation and that action phase okay and that's part of the journey too is we don't know what we don't know and then we learn some things and we learn about some things that we need to do, but we don't know how to do them. And so we may study and try to figure out what to do. And then eventually, finally, we do actually hardwire those changes in. And this is in the, in the realm of natural fertility, but this is just to create health in the system overall. And honestly, we could extract these determinants of health out and apply them to really any person or any situation, really, or any health-related situation. We can look through this lens, but it's especially helpful when we're looking through the lens and we're trying to master our natural fertility, we need to know about these determinants of health so that we can address them. And this is why I like the way that I view medicine is naturopathic medicine. And it's not just about the diagnosis and the treatment of disease or pathology with natural agents. It's not all about the magic supplement or the magic vitamin, mineral, or whatever. These are our tools and they're important. Yes, and this is how we restore health. But we have to intervene first at this foundational level, at this determinant level, so that we can then nourish the body and apply our principles and some of the other things in naturopathic medicine. This is what we have to do. So the interaction between the human being, the organism, you, me, that interaction between our biology and the environment, that's really what we're talking about. So this really applies to everyone and welcome to Earth. And so the health 
and the fertility is a product of all of these conditions all put together. So this is a highly individualized thing that we're talking about. Yes, there are things that will be common, for example, regionally, geographically, we may know that there are certain maybe environmental things to be aware of in that environment. And there are individualizing things with every person, but I think you guys get the point. We got to look at this stuff. And by the way, this happens... These causes of these fertility challenges and these obstacles to cure and the disturbances in health based on some disturbance in one of these determining factors of health, this happens at the physical level, yes. And that's kind of what we're talking about with the environmental med at that level in the environment that we live in. But I'm also talking about the internal environment and the realm of the mind and the emotions and the spirit and there are determinants of health there actually also and we have to look at these and see what stressors are in our mind in our emotion in our spirit because they're actually going to kind of trickle down and then contribute to that physical manifestation so all of these things we need to be looking at but let's look now practically at some lifestyle determinants of health and see what are we talking about what can be done and the number one thing that we can look at on this physical level here is the nutrition, the diet, and the digestion. The digestion, and I say this a lot, and I will probably say it a lot more, the digestion, if we're trying to regulate hormones, if we're trying to regulate blood sugars, if we're trying to reduce inflammation in the body, if we're trying to nourish the body and get the body to absorb nutrients, we have to address the digestion. This is the digestion. The one thing we do this every single day, there is constant input, constant stuff that we're putting into an organic biologic system that has to be digested, assimilated, and eliminated properly. And if the digestion is disordered, some kind of imbalance will result. And that's individualized, but guaranteed if there is some imbalance, some especially some pathology or illness that is existing in the system, then 100,000% the diet and the digestion needs to be worked on, needs to be optimized before any other correction can have a good effect. And that means before the supplements or herbs can really work to their peak ability, that means do this before we go for procedures and so we can optimize those outcomes. If we're creating the state of health in the system, we're going to get better outcomes regardless of what we're doing. Only good things are going to happen. And so if there is improper digestion, impaired digestion we got to work on that level this is the therapeutic nutrition is essential we're talking about optimizing nutrient content we're talking about removing all the herbicides pesticides all the environmental toxins and endocrine disruptors we're talking about getting the inflammation down then we're talking about bringing good quality organic nutrition into the system and only good things are happening hormones all of the hormonal systems and the immune systems can work better and communicate better when we do this. The other area that we want to look at here that's a big, big, big player is the water. And we're talking about we need to clean the water. Unfortunately, the water, and we got to look, and this again is going to be an individualized thing. Are we talking about where does your water source come from? Where does your drinking water come from? The water to your home and the water to that you're drinking, is that a municipal water? Is it a well water? Do we know the kinds of compounds are in there? 
Has it been tested? Do we know what kind of filtration will remove those? I will say the most two of the best are going to be reverse osmosis or distillation as far as purification and carbon filtration. And we can look at this in the different specifications of what different filtration methods remove certain environmental toxins or, or compounds and things like that. But the point is we need to filter the water and we need to mineralize the water. And this is relevant. One example in many, many most municipalities, they chlorinate the water. And chlorine disturbs thyroid function. It gets in the thyroid and disrupts the thyroid. So the thyroid, there's your main metabolic regulator right there, going to be setting the metabolic rate for the system. And if that's disturbed, that can cause issues. So again, addressing and approaching, acknowledging these determinants of health is essential. The food, the water, and number three, the air. We got to clean the air and the indoor air quality and the outdoor air quality. These need to be addressed also. They need to be, there are solutions. There needs to be some kind of filtration that's considered. And again, this is a highly individualized thing. Depends on where you live, what's your house, what is the situation in the environment in the house. And that is something that needs to be looked at individually. But the point is that with many, 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 many synthetics and compounds and different things in the air. Outdoor air, okay, there's a domain where some parts of that we can or cannot control. And this is why the cities and the air quality there is a big issue in certain parts of the world and in certain big cities. This is a really big deal. And we do see issues with that. But also indoor air quality, wherever you are, is a big, big deal. And this is something that we do have control over. We can put some filtration in the house are on the whole house. And again, depending on what your situation is, there's going to be a different solution, but we can get some kind of filtration. And I think most important are the sleeping areas and the main primary living areas, the places where you're spending the most time, where we do most of our work and where we live most of our lives. They need to be addressed and modified to enhance the fertility, to enhance the health. And this is the main stuff. This is the practical part of this is the food, the air, the water. These are the things that we can take some control of. And this is what we're talking about. These are the main determinants of health that are going to become the terrain or become the soil, which is your biology, which is my biology, which is us, which that is where that soil, either healing and health is going to arise or illness and imbalance is going to arise. It depends on what kind of seeds you're planting and this is where the conversation goes. We have to plant good seeds. If we want good plants, we have to plant good seeds. If we want healthy plants, and this is the domain of naturopathic medicine, and this is the domain of natural fertility and what I call natural fertility mastery. And these principles, you know, these concepts and these mindsets, this paradigm, this is the lens that we need to look through. And again, this can be applied. We all need to scan through and maybe take a second and maybe re-listen to some parts of this and look and see where can we strengthen these factors? Where can we identify and remove disturbing factors? And what can we do to establish and promote things that are going to promote health? Where can we encourage that? So if you understand this, if you understand that health is the natural state and that the disturbance is the original culprit, then it makes it a little bit easier to identify and remove and reduce these disturbances. And this is the first step. 
This is the first step. At this level, this is where we work, and this is where we begin the work. And a lot of times, only good things will happen. How much so? How fast will it happen? I don't know. It depends on where you're at in your life and on your journey. But I can say only good things will happen. And the thing about this level, this is the level of individual responsibility. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can do it for me. Nobody can do it for you. No one can get this under control. I mean, yes, we can talk about it. We can give the methods and give the things to be aware of. But day to day, we have to work at this every day. And this is a radical self-responsibility that I really believe in and that I promote and that I think makes for successful outcomes in the world of natural fertility. This is where it's at. If you're able to really take an honest, good, really truthful look into your life and into your physical world and into your mind and your emotions and your spirit and really acknowledge that you are a whole person and we need to approach this thing holistically means looking at all of those levels, being aware of all these levels, being aware of things like naturopathic principles and the therapeutic order and then how do we begin to apply that at that foundational level well with these determinants of health and starting with the food and the air and the water and then moving forward again working from the simple and then progressing to the complex if we even need to and at this level, this radical self-responsibility, I think, is where the magic at because when that happens, there's a kind of a healing that comes from there when we have an intention to be healthy and then we actually take the step and make the step and take the action to align ourselves and get integrated with that, that where the magic is and that's where healing happens and that's where health happens. That's where the balance happens, the balance in the body, the balance in the mind. We start at this foundational level. So determinants of health, super important. This is what you need to know and no one's telling you and this is the ground level solutions and we can apply these wherever we are in our journey. So this is a good place to start working and scan through and take some inventory in your own world. Again, each one of us is going to have a different place we're at. So let's all look at it. This is a good place to pause right here. And then we're going to pick it up next time here. And you may need to rewind some portion of this and hear it again. Maybe a good idea to jot a few things down so we can hardwire this into the system. I think that's a really good place to pause here. This was a really good session. You guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in uh, wherever you are in the world. It's Dr. Adam Tice signing off, Natural Fertility. We'll see you guys next time. Adios for now. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found it useful. If you want to stay in touch, be sure to sign up for the newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at Mayo Factor Infertility with Dr. Adam Tice. And for more information, you can also visit the website, mayofactorinfertility.org, and you can find out more about the fertility practice and the clinic side of things. Uh, there's links for everything in the description. And of course, be sure to tune in to next week's episode.